mystery, art, the 1500s German countryside. If you're playing a game with all those things, you must be playing Pentiment. Is it a masterpiece or is it a coloring book? Hi, I'm Ryan Turford from Carpool Gaming, and this is Pentiment in Review. Huge thank you to our friends over at Xbox Canada for providing us a code for Pentiment for the purposes of this review. Uh, also, quick heads up for those watching on YouTube. You'll probably notice a little bit less, you know, gameplay footage in this particular review. Uh, I wanted to make this review in particular as spoiler free as possible because the story is a huge, huge, huge part of this game. So I, I threw in some some stuff with the exploration and stuff so you get good ideas to how this game played and whatnot. Um, but I wanted to keep the story very separate from my thoughts. Here. So Pentiment is the newest game from Obsidian and it is the passion project for writer Josh Sawyer, who's worked on a whole bunch of different games over at Obsidian. If you've pretty much played a game from Obsidian in the modern era, you've probably played a game written by Josh Sawyer. The story of Pentiment takes place in the fictional German Alps town of Tassing in the year 1518. You play as an artist named Andreas Mahler, who is working on his masterpiece painting for the king to help kickstart his career while also leading to an arranged marriage. However, when a murder takes place at the church Andreas is working at and a friend is blamed for the crime, it's up to Andreas to find the murderer and save his friend from being executed. So here's the thing with the story in this game. Again, as I mentioned, it's an it's a integral part to the game itself. It gets off to a really slow start, admittedly. It's one of those games where, you know, if I was just playing this game on Game Pass and I wasn't actually doing this review, um, I probably would have played the first hour of the game and then probably put it down and never gone back to it again um, because it did. It's one of those games that it does get off to just a grind of a start. It just it, it, it felt like it was a, a bit of a slog to get into. However, I'm glad that I ended up, you know, doing the review for this game because, you know, that kind of forced me to stick with it. And I'm glad I did because the story, once it starts picking up, it's really, really good. It's really well written. I loved all the character dialogue throughout the game. And I love how, you know, even just talking to just a random person in the town itself that's not related to the quest, you get a lot of their personal motivations. You learn a lot more about them. You learn about their family. You learn, you know, how they're tending to their sheep out in the yard. Like you learn everything about the townspeople here. Um, and I really thought like the town itself was like a its own character in the game. And I loved the dynamics between, you know, the townsfolk and the church, um, because, of course, you know, the separation between church and state where it's definitely not as separated as it is, you know, in the current times where, you know, the church had a lot of power, uh, especially in Germany during this time frame. And you actually see that manifest throughout the story. It's a big theme with the story itself and kind of where um, it kind of goes to. So I loved the way the story was written. And it just again, once I got past like the initial, you know, first hour of the game where it was trying to set up the everything, um, that's when the story really got going for me. And um, that's what I was really invested in this game. And it, it was very hard for me to want to get myself to like stop playing over the last couple of days that I had this game. So uh, I really just am glad that I stuck with it. Um, so just know going into it that, you know, even if it starts, it starts a little bit slow, it takes a little bit of time to get going you know, once that story gets going, you're probably not going to want to stop playing it. Also, one thing that became very apparent from the very first moment we saw this game is how gorgeous this game looks. Um, it really looks and is meant to look like, you know, 
a, a painting from, you know, Germany or from other artists during this time frame. Uh, and it looks incredible. Like it's all hand drawn. Um, and I love, and the reason I bring this up now, we'll talk about the story is I really, um, first of all, when, when you start the game, uh, it gives you the option to select either fancy fonts or just normal fonts, uh, for the character speaking. Um, and I loved the fancy font idea because each of the characters, depending on if they have like a regional dialect, if they're not from the region itself, like they'll have, they'll speak in a different font than the other characters. Um, so it kind of gives you a sense that even though you like, you can't hear the voices of the characters because there is no voice acting in this game beyond, you know, sometimes you'll hear like a woman screaming, uh, for example, uh, when, when she discovers the murder scene beyond that, there's no voice acting in the game. So, um, the Josh and the other, t- the rest of the team at obsidian had to get across like the characters emotions and the way that they're speaking through the form of just text-based languages and the fonts that they use combined with, you know, highlighting certain words or coloring words a certain way really gives you a sense as to, to the way someone is speaking or if they put where they're putting like a, a spif- specific focus on a specific word or you can, it, it, they actually did a good job of, you know, throwing sarcasm through there because, uh, you know, when you play it, something like a visual novel, sometimes it's hard to, to pick up, you know, sarcasm, just like, you know, if you're reading a tweet or something like that. And sometimes you think, Oh no, they're being serious. And it's like, no, they're being sarcastic. Um, and it's just hard for that to come across. So I think the team at obsidian must be commended for the way they used both the visual design of the game to tell the story, but also just how expertly written the story in this game is. Now, my only gripe, as I kind of alluded to a little bit is honestly, even though I don't mind reading like someone like me who plays a ton of RPGs, um, I don't mind reading for, you know, 40 or 50 hours at a time, uh, for when playing video games, but I just really felt like this game in particular really could have just added so much more immersion to it with voice acting. I do like really wish there was voice acting in this game. Um, and it does hurt a little bit that there isn't. And, but like I said, I think they communicated everything they needed to without it, it with the way that the words are set up, but I just wish it was still there. Like I still like, I, I still want to know what some of these characters sound like. Cause I, I have like a, a sense of what they might sound like in my head, but I just really felt like it would have just gone just the extra l- little mile if there was voice acting of some kind in this game. Now, as far as how long it took to finish this game from start to finish, it was actually a little bit longer than I was expecting. Now, we had heard reports um, ahead of time, ahead of release, that it was probably going to be about 20 hours long. And ultimately, that's probably how long it took to 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 have me finish it. Unfortunately, the game doesn't have an in-game you know timer or anything like that. Um, and we just didn't have access to um, the game uh, appearing in our achievements list with the Xbox game timer that it normally has for each game. So I couldn't really see how long I played it. But I, if I had to guess based on the couple days uh, that I had to, to play this game, I would say it was about 20 to 25 hours in that ballpark. And for the most part, too, you know, with a game like this, you know, I might have wanted it to wrap up a little sooner. But and there were, are definitely lulls in the story or, or parts in the story that, you know, just slow down a little bit and are, are very, you know, calm and, and peaceful. But also at the same time, it feels like the story or, or the game itself drags a little bit during those moments. But for the most part, I think those moments are, are a little bit fleeting. And, and like I said, beyond the section at the beginning of the game that I talked about earlier, that that really felt like a slog for me. You know, once I was in, you know, those little those little dips in the story 
honestly didn't bug me that much. So again, like normally most visual novels or games that are just fully text-based like this one, um, I usually like the, the 10 to 15 hour range. Um, but this again, didn't feel like it was too long or anything like that. And this game had a lot to tell in it. And as you progress through the game, like it definitely feels different as you progress through certain parts of the game. So um, the game actually does vary up, you know, certain things in it to make it feel fresh, to keep the experiencing feeling fresh as you play it. Beyond that, there's not really any combat in this game to speak of. For the most part, you're really just exploring the town and interacting with either objects uh, or individual people. It almost feels like a point-and-click adventure in a lot of ways. So, oh, and, and not only that, too, the game from Obsidian, I would actually kind of compare this to the most, is South Park, the, the Stick of Truth, um, because the town itself is kind of set up the way that the South Park town is kind of set up with, with a map to kind of tell you where you're supposed to go and everything. In fact, I didn't even realize until about halfway through the game because um, I just assumed I'm supposed to, you know, use the, the journal references to know who to talk to and whatnot. Um, I didn't know that it was actually marking on the map. Hey, by the way, he, your objectives are here, 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 and here. Go to these places. Um, but it, the map itself, super handy, and I, I never really felt lost. Again, the town's like not super big or anything like that. Again, kind of reminds me of, of South Park in, in The Stick of Truth, and navigating you're navigating on a 2D plane um, that, again, kind of sometimes will curve or um, bend depending on, you know, wh the, if the road kind of curves a bit and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I like the exploration and stuff, but again, if you're looking for like a more of an action-focused game, this isn't it. This is more of like your, your typical point-and-click murder mystery kind of game. Also, I should mention, because I forgot to mention this earlier when talking about the story, one of the things that's really neat about this game is, of course, there's a ton of dialogue choices throughout the game. There's not really like a good or evil meter or like a morality system or anything like that. But, you know, depending on your choices, that will then cause certain characters to be persuaded over to your cause or to give you additional information or to help you with certain things or help you with certain puzzles um, or get the evidence that you need in particular. Um, so you do have to, you know, try and appease everybody um, if you want to be able to get the most out of the experience. I just chose what I felt like choosing in each individual situation. Um, so I got, I, I know I got kind of the ending that I got, or again, the way that you play through the game and your choices, the way it also affects the town itself and how the rest of the town kind of sees Andreas as a character. Um, and I thought all that stuff was really well implemented as well. Um, and I just love seeing that over the course of time in this game as well. But one of the things I wanted to bring up as well is that um, since this is a murder mystery and you have to figure out who the culprit is, um, there isn't even just, you know, a, 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 an answer that it funnels you towards like, you know, like a Danganronpa, for example. Um, in that game, there's for each chapter, there's a designated killer and you need to figure out who that person is. But in this game, that's not the case where Andreas sometimes you'll ha end up with like five or six subsets for the murder case. And you need to figure out which of these five or six people it is that murdered the person. Um, so it's actually really interesting, but you only have a limited amount of time to do this because there's a full day night cycle in this game. And the, in uh, the game itself only gives you so many actions per day and you only have so many days to solve the murder case. So you, you will not be able to get everything in one playthrough to then solve the, the murder correctly or to um, get all the information you need to, to then point to one specific person. Um, you might end up 
the, the way it might work out for you. And this is kind of the way it worked out for me is that, um, I ended up with having like a bunch of evidence pointing towards one person. Um, but then like it, there are two or three other people that also, it really sounded like it could have been them as well. So I really had to make some tough decisions and decide, okay, who was actually the murderer here? And that choice was really, really interesting. And I, again, I like the way the day night cycle works because you can't do everything. And likewise, if you want all the achievements from this game, I mean, there's no manual saving in this game or manual loading. Um, so unless you like save scum a little bit and catch like the auto save in certain points and then upload your save to the cloud and download it, you're basically replaying this game multiple times if you want all the achievements to see all the different endings, see all the different variations and whatnot. Honestly, this might be one of the best looking games I've played this year. One of the most, you know, visual treats I've played this year again. I love the the watercolor painting style that they went with with this game, um, and that combined with the you know the way the fonts are animated and stuff, and the, even just the way the characters are animated, and the fact that they didn't really like shy away from blood or gore or anything like that. Like all that stuff was like really really well done in this animation style. It was just it was so cool. It just popped off my screen um, in in Ultra HD. Uh, it looked really, really crisp and clean. And plus, you know, there aren't really any issues as far as framework is concerned or anything like that. And even if there was, I mean, it, for the most part, you're, you're playing kind of like a point and click adventure game. So you don't really worry, need to worry about that. But I didn't really run into any bugs or issues. The game crashed once in my entire like 20 to 25 hour playthrough. And even then, you know, the game had auto saved as soon as the crash happened. So I was right back in the game with no problems or anything like that. So so nothing, you know, negative to report. Um, also, as far as, you know, audio design, there is some music throughout the game. What, what the music that there I think is pretty good, but you only really get it at specific scenes. Um, but you can definitely like you definitely notice the music when it pops in or, and you're like, Oh, this is a really important scene. Or sometimes, you know, there are points where there, there are musical numbers that happen throughout the game as well with some of the villagers. Sometimes they'll, they'll be singing in a bar or something like that. So, um, I do think the music is really well done in this game as well. And it's not really plentiful, um, because again, you, you have a lot of, you know, background noise, um, like you can hear the cows or the insects in the background. Like you can definitely feel like hear the wilderness, as kind of like the backdrop for the audio in this game, along with the scribbles uh, whenever, whenever uh, you know, someone is talking. Because again, it's almost like someone is re- physically writing out what everyone's saying in this game. So overall, do I recommend checking Pentiment out? Honestly, I think if you're into things like visual novels or if you're into mystery games, I think like this is a slam dunk. I think you are going to really enjoy this experience as much as I did. I really enjoyed playing this game as someone, again, I like visual novels, so um, I, I'm actually felt quite at home with this game despite its slow start. Um, and I think you're going to have an enjoyable time. Also, if you want to just play something different, I think it's also a good recommendation there. Obviously, you know, if you're this type of person that doesn't like a lot like very talky games or doesn't like, you know, visual novels and stuff like that, then unfortunately, I don't know if this will do anything for you, but it is on Game Pass. So, I mean, you, you definitely should at least install it and give it a try because I do think, honestly, when it comes down to it, Pentiment might be one of my favorite games I've played this year. It was really well done. I was not expecting to actually like it as much as I did. Um, And I have to give the team at Obsidian credit. I think they did a great job with this lower budget style game. I, I really enjoyed Pentiment a lot, and I hope you do as well. 
But anyways, that's going to do it for my review of Pendiment. What do you think about this game? Are you excited to check it out tomorrow from the time I'm recording this or when this review comes up? Let me know in the comments below. I would love to hear from you. Or likewise, if you have any questions about the game at all, just let me know in the comments below as well. I will answer them as well to the best of my ability. Of course, no spoilers. Of course, no spoiler questions. Uh, also, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can find us on Twitter at Carpool Gaming right here on YouTube, youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming, the podcast services around the globe. Also, don't forget to like the video, subscribe to our channel and ring that notification bell when, to know whenever we put up new videos like this one, because we got a lot of reviews coming up this week's folks. I think this is going to be the week of reviews. So please be excited. Thank you so much for watching my review of Pentiment. I'm Ryan Turford and I'm out.